KWFN and KWFN HD1 San Diego. It's time to take a trip around San Diego high schools and get the inside track on what's happening with their football programs. It's the High School Football Hour with John Quintero, brought to you by Lolita's, San Diego's best Mexican food since 1984. Now huddle up. Here's the coach, John Quintero, on 97.3 The Fan. Well, good evening and welcome to the High School Football Hour on 97.3 The Fan. Our show is brought to you by our great friends at Lolita's Mexican Food, the best restaurant out there. Boy, I always love going to Lolita's, especially when I was doing the Padre Post Game Show right there next to Petco Park. Uh, they've got uh, great locations all over San Diego. They've got six right now. They're going to be adding a seventh here shortly. And if you get an opportunity, go into Lolita's and tell them you listen to Coach John Cantera on 97.3 The Fan Talk. Talking high school sports. We got a big show uh, uh, planned for you tonight. Really, this is going to be a, a fun show. Been uh, very much looking forward to it all week. It's going to be a packed show tonight. And coming up in our next segment, the head football coach at Lincoln High School, David Dunn, going to join us after their uh, big win last Friday night in the neighborhood game against Morris, twenty-eight to twenty-two. David has a great history as a player and now as a coach down at Lincoln. Coach Dunn graduated from Morris High School back in nineteen ninety. He attended Bakersfield Community College. College for two years. Then he transferred uh, and played at Fresno State. Following his senior season, he was a fifth-round draft pick of the Cincinnati Bengals in 1995 and played for the Bengals until early in the 98 season and then joined the Pittsburgh Steelers. 1999, he spent the season with the Cleveland Browns. In his final two seasons in the NFL, he played for the Oakland Raiders. In all, Coach Dunn played seven years in the NFL, put together a really nice career. He ended up with 91 career receptions, 12 164 yards, four touchdowns, but where he really made an impact was as a return man, and I remember him. He was a big return man at 6'3", 220 pounds, and 198 kickoff returns. David had 4,597 yards, a 23.2 average, couple of touchdowns. He also returned 38 punts for 347 yards, a 9.1 average. His total yardage in the NFL, 6,208 yards, and I would say That was an awful good career for Coach David Dunn down there at Lincoln. He uh, started out as an assistant coach working with Ron Hamamoto, and when Coach uh, Hamamoto stepped down, David Dunn uh, uh, took over. His uh, first uh, year was in 2011, and this year he's got the Lincoln Hornets off to a very fast start. They're a perfect 3-0 and right now, and they are ranked number 9 in San Diego. Later uh, in this hour, we're going to look back at last week's big ball games. We're going to get this week's San Diego Top 10 rankings. We'll announce this week's Lolita Student Athletes of the Week. And Braden Supranit going to join me as he does each and every week with this week's uh, Girls Volleyball Top 10. Also, Braden got a nice Nice interview with the outstanding junior volleyball player out at Lincoln High, Maya Gessner, who, as a junior, is already committed to the University of Cal Berkeley as a beach volleyball player. That's an area, if you've got a young lady, and uh, not only uh, indoor volleyball, but beach volleyball has become very, very popular, and it is a scholarship NCAA sport. So we'll look forward to hearing from Maya Gessner coming up a little bit later with Braden Supranit. And then uh, Braden and I will preview some of the key matchups tomorrow night around uh, San Diego County, and we have some really, really good matchups. Before I get uh, too far into the show tonight, 
And again, Coach David Dunn from Lincoln going to join us in our next segment. I want to send out my condolences to um, Mission Hills High School head coach uh, Chris Hauser. Uh, yesterday, um, unfortunately, uh, their defensive line coach Eric Kwame, a member of the United States Marine Corps, 38 years of age, passed away of a heart attack. And I want to send out my uh, condolences uh, not only to Mission Hills but to uh, Eric's uh, wife, and to his children, and to all of his friends out there. I, I saw some of the uh, posts by some of the players today by Mission Hills, and uh, he obviously made an impact on a lot of those kids up there. And I know they're going to go out on the field tomorrow night with a heavy heart. Uh, they're playing a home game against Carlsbad. It's a league game, and there's going to be a lot of emotion tomorrow night at Mission Hills. And again, uh, I just wanted to send out my condolence about the uh, uh, sudden uh, departure of Eric Kwame yesterday, 38 years of age. He passed away of a heart attack. I wanted to take a look at the uh, top 10 this week, and Braden and I are going to go back through this and kind of get to the big matchups a little bit later on in the program. But starting off this week, number 10, Ramona, 2-1. and one. Last week they won against Poway, 20-14. to 14. Tomorrow night the Bulldogs are going to be home to Mount Carmel at 7 o'clock. Lincoln High, 3-0 and right now. Last week uh, had that big win over Morse, 28-20. to 20. Uh, Don Chapman busted that punt return. That pretty much sealed the deal for the Hornets. Uh, 28-22 uh, Lincoln over Morse last week. Tomorrow night, uh, the Hornets will be home to Sweetwater at 6.30. Number 8, Eastlake this week. They're 2-1 and one last Friday. They won against Santiago High from the southern section, 21-10. Tomorrow night, the Titans will be on the road to take on the winless Valhalla Norseman. Valhalla really in a rebuilding mode right now under head coach Mike Caston. Number 7, St. Augusta and they got a great win last Friday night on the road up at Loyola of Los Angeles, 28-10. to Tomorrow night, they'll be at Mesa College hosting Otay Ranch. That's going to be one of the better matchups in San Diego uh, tomorrow night. Otay Ranch, 2-1, and and uh, Joe Kramer uh, got the Saints off to a 3-0 and start. Helix, 1-2. and They're going on the road to take on uh, Cathedral Catholic, and Cathedral Catholic last week shocked everybody in Southern California when they walked away with a 42-21 to victory over Sarah Gardena in uh, one of those honor bowl games up there at cathedral catholic high school uh, but helix one and two right now this will be a great test uh, for helix to find out who the real helix highlanders are tomorrow night when they go up and take on cathedral catholic san marcus a wild win over oceanside last week 49 to 42 they've got a bye this week and they'll be home uh, next week to take on uh, carlsbad at 7 15 i mentioned cathedral catholic hosting helix tomorrow night uh, also tomorrow night you've got madison uh, they're going to play a day game tomorrow up at Palos Verdes. Palos Verdes right now uh, 0-2 on the year. Uh, Madison uh, last week uh, throttled El Capitan 56-27. to La Costa Canyon a big win last Friday night on the road at San Clemente 38-35. Tomorrow night they're going to be home at 7 o'clock against El Camino. That is an Avocado League game. And then Torrey Pines a 3-0 right now. Uh, tomorrow night, they're going to uh, take on uh, San Pasquale. That'll be at Falcon Stadium at 7:15. Last week, they went down to South Bay and drilled Olympian 35 to nothing. So uh, there's uh, the top 10 uh, for this week and their matchups. We'll get back to that a little bit later. And we've got a lot of other games to break down as well with Braden in the second half hour of the program. We'll take our first time out. When we come back, really looking forward to this interview. He's a great guy, the head football coach at Lincoln High School. David Dunn will join Coach John Cantara next, right here on 97.3 The Fan. 
It's the High School Football Hour with John Quintero. Brought to you by Lolita's, San Diego's best Mexican food since 1984. Now huddle up. Here's the coach, John Quintero, on 97.3 The Fan. All right, back at it. Coach John Quintero with you to the top of the hour on the High School Football Hour. Brought to you by Lolita's Mexican Restaurants. And he's out of the film room. He's, he's getting ready for the big ball game tomorrow night. Lincoln taking on the Sweetwater Red Devils. A uh, great pleasure to have the... Uh, Fine head coach down there at Lincoln High School, David Dunn, join us on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, David, it's been a long time. Great to have you on the program, my friend. Oh, man, thanks a lot. Great for um, Thanks for having me. Well, uh, you guys had a great win last week uh, against Morse, and uh, your alma mater, of course, the Morse Tigers, where you played for John Shacklett. Pretty emotional win last week. Uh, it got a little tight there late until Don Chapman broke that big punt return. Uh, yes, indeed. We knew that, um, you know, Morris was always a tough team. You know, it's a lot of speed on the field. Um, and I didn't expect to get, for us to jump out early like that with the 21-0 league, but the defense played really well, and we, we really put it together that first half. Um, but um, Coach, Coach McNair, um, you know, he found a way that second half to come out there and get them back involved in that game. Hey, David, uh, you and uh, Tracy McNair have been longtime friends, and you guys are really doing a lot of great things down there. I mean, Lincoln, uh, you've been there, well, this is your eighth year, right? Yes, sir. Okay, your eighth year, you took over for Ron Hamamoto, who, you know, when the school reopened, kind of, you know, it, it brought a lot of community spirit back to the community down there, and you were a part of that. When he left, you took over, and Tracy McNair's done a good job of trying to build back that tradition uh, at Morris High School. Could you talk a little bit about how you and Tracy have really done a lot of work together to, to really, uh, you know, bring back kind of the glory days of those programs? You know, we're both. Those are those are our grassroots, man. We both grew up in the community of Southeast San Diego. We love to see it thrive. Um, you know, we, we we talk a lot about the competitive practices we used to have, <laughs> starting with starting with the youth programs. You know, from Valencia Park and and, um, and and Skyline back in the days. You know, there was always great competition, and then when the kids came up and they went to the the high schools, Morris and Lincoln. Um, you know, the battles was already, it was always going to be a, a, a great battle because the competition level was just so high. Um, and, we, and we're just trying to get back to that, man. We're trying to encourage more kids to stay home, not bust out, and just, um, you know, create that, that, that great competition right back in the inner city. David Dunn, our guest here on uh, 97.3 The Fan. Hey, David, will you talk a little bit about what you guys started here a few years ago where the night before you guys play, uh, both teams get together and have dinner? I, I think that is really cool. Um, you know what? This is something that um, once, once, the game, once the game started back, we knew that it needed to have, it needed to have, it needed to have a different atmosphere. Um, back in the days, unfortunately, the game was called you know, the Ghetto Bowl. I don't know who made that official name for it, but that's what it was called back in the 80s. And when, when we played, it was called the Ghetto Bowl. And it was very, um, you know, degrading to the community, actually. And so when we got together, me and Tracy sat down, and, and we were just talking about how unifying the schools and the community, I said, hey, you know, we said, let's, let's switch the name up to Unity Bowl, man. It's, uh, <laughs> it's all about community. And as we speak about community, we just, you know, we, we – um, we highlighted the unity in the word community, you know, and so we, we, we just wanted to come together and said, hey, well, let's do a team dinner together where both teams show up and, and intermingle. Nobody sits at a table with just a Lincoln table or a Morris table. Let's let the kids sit together because they've, 
they know each other from childhood. They're friends. Some of them are family. So let's show that, you know, the coaches, we all know each other. We spend time with each other. The kids, the exact same thing. And, um, you know, let's just get together before the game. Let's pray on it and show the community that we are united as one. And let's bring a really good atmosphere to the game. David Dunner, our guest here, the head coach of Lincoln High School. Nice enough to join us tonight on the High School Football Hour on 97.3 The Fan. David, tell me a little bit about Don Chapman. I've seen a ton of highlights of him. I saw you guys in a playoff game last year. I mean, this guy's a really special football player, isn't he? Um, yeah, Don Chapman, is a, he's a real special talent. I mean, he, he works extremely hard. Um, the kid is dedicated. He wants to continue to get better. You know, this year he's so far he's he's played some free safety, strong safety. He even stepped in at middle linebacker in the San Diego game and, and, and pulled out twenty tackles. That's pretty uh, amazing. Now uh, he had the big punt return last week, and I got to ask, uh, I got to believe that you've been coaching him. You had a great NFL career as a return man, as a kickoff return man, punt return man, over six thousand uh, yards in the NFL. Uh, do you spend a lot of time uh, working with him and some of the other kids on returning punts and kicks? Well, I can't take the credit on that. Normally, I do run a special team, but <laughs> Coach Coach Catlin this year he was he he, he kind of um, implemented the return and was working with him on that. So that 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 will go to Coach Cat, uh, Coach Catlin. Hey, let's talk a little bit about your career because I remember you playing for Shaq down there at Morris, and, and you went up and you played uh, at Bakersfield Community College for a couple of years. I got to ask you, did you play for Carl Bowser? Yes, indeed. Carl oh. Bowser was my coach. Okay, Carl Bowser, you spent two years there. Then you went and played uh, for Coach Sweeney up there at Fresno State. What was that experience like? Oh, man, that was a great experience playing for Coach Sweeney. You're talking about a great motivator and a guy that really buys into the program and, and, and the community. It, it was a great experience playing for, for Coach Jim Sweeney. You uh, played, uh, I mentioned, the, the seven years in the National Football League. You started with the Bengals. You spent time with the Steelers, the Browns. You finished up with the Oakland Raiders. When you were finishing up your career, did you know that you wanted to go into coaching? Um, I didn't really know at the time. I knew that I loved um, speaking and working with kids and, and community. That's been something that I've always been um, I've loved, loved to do. Um, I would always go and speak at different schools and stuff like that, just dealing with the kids. So it wasn't far-fetched, but I didn't really know that this is what I was going to end up doing. Hey, tell me a little bit more about your ball club. Uh, you know, Chapman gets a lot of the notoriety around the, the county, but you got some other guys you think that are going to move on and play college football pass this year? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm waiting for, you know, Javon Monroe, he's waiting for his game to have his breakout game, but he's a special talent. Also at wide receiver, and we're going to spread him out a little bit more, get him on the other side of the ball. Um, he's he's got seven offers on the table right now. Um, Teray Kirkland, he's a he's a D tackle. That's a force to be reckoned with. Um, not the big, not the biggest D tackle, but extremely strong and quick. And um, I mean, um, Emmanuel Kerr, the kid that's um, kind of underrated. He, he came from he moved out here from Kansas. Uh, he's, he's a little undersized and playing um, linebacker and running back number twenty four. He's a solid kid, man. He he he, he runs a ten um he clocked a ten eight hundred last year. He's pretty fast, really strong. And also the uh, Carlito um Carlito my running back number eight, he's uh he's also doing a solid job. Hey, I got to get your feeling on this. I know you guys had a great summer because I followed it, uh, you know, on the internet and in the papers. Uh, you guys had a great uh, summer with seven on seven. But 
What are your thoughts on starting the, the high school football season so early? I can't believe tomorrow night. We're already in week four, David. Yes, this is really different. You know, it, it, it takes uh, it takes away the preparation time. Um, we didn't think a week would actually mean that much, but it also, it, it, it actually, um, you know, I like it better the other way. You know, we feel kind of rushed into things. You know, we don't really get enough bonding time, and it, it takes away from our... Um, you know, from our, our our tour days, no time to really you know get together as, as, as players and coaches and understand one another. What? Uh, how how do you feel about moving into a new league this year? You're going to the Western League, boy. That's a tough league. Yeah, it's a very tough league. Um, it was um we did we just deal with whatever we're dealt, and um, <laughs> we we shouldn't have been um, put in the Western League as of as, as of yet. There should be other schools who should have been in there before us, but. You know, due to the leaguing, um, the way that they were doing the power power rankings, and you know, trying to figure things out, it, it, we're trying to find the right formula. Um, I think we still should have been um, in a different league and still in division a division down um, than we are. But you know, they always find a way to move us up or put us right in the mix there. So we just deal with it. It's, yeah, last question. I know you guys are playing Sweetwater uh, tomorrow night, uh, but you know, I, I looked on your schedule. You guys are playing the Dorsey Dons. You played them last year. How did that series with Dorsey uh, uh, come about? Because uh, Coach Knox, who you know had that program many years ago, and I just saw that he got voted into the LA City Hall of Fame in the last couple of days. Uh, that, that's a historic program in Los Angeles. How did you guys end up getting a series with them? Well, you know, we were looking for a game, and a few teams came up, and I was like, you know what, Dorsey is a team that reminds us of reminds us of ourselves. Uh huh. Both inner city teams, um, and we we have the same type of players. Um, it's the same style of play. Extremely um, good um, skilled players, and 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 it's a real solid program. So when I was like, hey, you know what, it'll be a great test to go up and play a team with the same makeup. Um, and, and the same type of history behind the school. I think it'll be a fun game, and, and, and our kids will really enjoy it. You know, when I saw that, uh, I was looking at it yesterday. I, I had a smile on my face because I knew Paul Knox. I had him on my show many, many years ago, and I, I thought so much of uh, a lot of the things that he did up in the L.A. City area. You and uh, Coach McNair uh, over at Morris are, are getting done right now, uh, working with these young kids and uh, keeping them active in football and uh, getting the community back, really involved with the program. That, that's great stuff. Hey, David, good luck tomorrow night. Good luck the rest of the way, and hope to see you. Uh, uh, come playoff time. Okay, thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. David Dunn, the uh, head football coach of Lincoln High School. And i got to tell you, one year I'd have to go back and, and look it up. Torrey Pines played Dorsey, and it was one of the most amazing high school football games I ever saw. Ever saw. We'd have to go back and look at the score. But uh, Niall Diggs, a great linebacker at Dorsey, who went on at Ohio State, played a number of years in the NFL, uh, finished his career with the San Diego Chargers. And Dennis Northcutt, the wide receiver, he returned uh, two kickoffs uh, in that game against Torrey Pines. Torrey Pines came back and won it. Um, I got I to gotta talk to Ed Burke and find out what the score was of that game. I just remember it was like a ping-pong match back and forth all night long. But thanks again to David Dunn joining us on the High School Football Hour. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, Braden Surprenant will be in studio. We're going to get a good hard look at the uh, girls volleyball top ten. He's got a great interview with Maya Gessner from La Jolla. Uh, she's an indoor player now but already committed to Cal. 
Al is a beach volleyball player, and then we're going to take a look at the big matchups tomorrow night. Stay with us. Coach John Contreras to the top of the hour right here on 97.3 The Fan. It's the High School Football Hour with John Quintero. Brought to you by Lolita's, San Diego's best Mexican food since 1984. Now huddle up. Here's the coach, John Quintero, on 97.3 The Fan. And welcome back to 97.3 The Fan. Coach John Quintero, High School Football Hour. Brought to you by Lolita's Mexican Restaurants. Uh, Thanks again to Coach David Dunn from Lincoln High School for joining us. Again, they'll be taking on Sweetwater High tomorrow night. And then uh, a week from uh, tomorrow night, they'll uh, take on the Dorsey Dons. Let's tuck in a quick phone call. Let's go out to New York. George, you're on with Coach John Quintero on 97.3 The Fan. How are you? I'm doing great, Coach. Congrats on the show. You know, I, I saw it on Facebook, and I said, I got to call the coach. Well, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate oh. that, George. It's great. Hey, how many years have I been listening to you? Since oh. Like 2003? Long. 2002? Yeah, probably. Long time. Uh, probably about you know, 14, 15 years, I would imagine. Yep. Uh, I just, I, I got a quick question, and it's high school football. Okay. How How are my friends, old alma mater, St. Augustine going to do this year? Uh, they're doing great. Uh, they're off to a 3-0 and start right now. They went on the road last week up to Los Angeles and beat the, the legendary Loyola uh, of Los Angeles Cubs program. Beat them up pretty good, actually, in their home uh, stadium, 28-10. to So they're off to a really good start, of course. They're, they're in a very tough league. They're in the league down here with Madison, with Lincoln, Cathedral Catholic, Point Loma. I think the two toughest leagues in San Diego are the Avocado League and the Western League. And uh, if you can uh, find a way to get through that league, uh, uh, you know, to where you win the, the league, uh, uh, you're a pretty good football team. Even if you finish in third or fourth place, you're a pretty good high school football team in those two leagues. And uh, depending on where you rank uh, as far as in the division, you know, for division, you may go down a, a level or two, and you're going to have a chance probably to win a section championship, I would think. That's pretty good. But I, got, I want to give you a quick heads up. I will be in Sacramento next week. I am interviewing with the Kings for their chief financial officer's position. Oh, that's great. Well, best of luck and uh, stay in touch, George, and thanks for the phone call. Thanks. Oh. Stay. I, Coach. Oh, I certainly will. Thank you very much. George from New York uh, checking in. Uh, he's a, a guy that uh, has been very involved in sports and knows a lot of people in the sports world. Like he said, he's been listening to me probably for 14 or 15 years. Well, a guy that I want to listen to right now because I, I'm really into this girls volleyball, to be honest with you. I got a nine-year-old granddaughter that uh, plays club volleyball and uh, I've been around a lot of good volleyball players growing up here in San Diego and we're going to go over right now. Not only are we going to get the girls volleyball top 10 we're also going to have an interview tonight with a young lady from la jolla high school and i'll turn it over to Braden suprenant Braden, thanks coach uh, let's start off with uh, patrick henry they uh, they're just right outside the top 10 they got some receiving votes this week uh, they're seven and one they just beat modern day and lost to point loma this week they uh they're just a strength of schedule move away from joining the top 10 in the top 10 number 10 maranatha christian they're 11 and one they play granite hills tomorrow number nine classical academy they're off to a 12 and three start they just beat Escondido three sets to one uh, last night. Del Norte is three and three. They come in at number eight. Santa Fe Christian is at number seven. They're five and five on the year. They just lost to East Lake, who's uh, trying to battle their way back into the top ten. Cathedral Catholic, who lost to Torrey Pines today, three sets to one, comes in at number six at one and two. Canyon Crest Academy is at three and three at number five. La Jolla, after a really hot start. 
jumps to number four in the county. They're nine and one in the year. They've just beat University City three to one on Wednesday. Uh, Bishops is off to an eight and zero start as uh, you know they just got another. They beat Candy Crest Academy earlier this week. They're number three in the county, and then number two is La Costa Canyon. They've been on a kind of a two week buy since their last tournament. They will play Miracosta over the weekend. They're one and one on the year, and then Torrey Pines is number one at seven and one. Um, on the year, they just beat Cathedral Catholic again today, like I said, three sets to one. It's a tough time to rank these teams in the county because everyone's playing different schedules and all over the place, um, but if you play someone good, you're going to get in the top ten. If you're still winning some games and uh, strength of schedule will balance out in the end, but real quick, let's get to uh, Maya Gessner of La Jolla after her win against University City on Wednesday. Brayton Sprint here with Maya Gessner of La Jolla. A big win today over UC. What was working for you guys today? Um, definitely like changing up the sets, like not always going with the same sets, the same people. So keep, keeping the blockers, like guessing where I was going to go. And I think that really helped. I think our service team needs a little bit of help, but overall, I think we stayed together as a team pretty well. So you guys jumped out to a two-set lead over uh, UC, and then they won that third set. How were you guys able to come back for them? You know, the comeback and you know putting them away in the fourth set. Um, I think like. I mean, every single game we played, we've won in four sets. I don't know if that's maybe like a mental thing with the team, but I think like we just needed to work on passing, and I think the, the fourth game, we definitely just dialed in and focused what we needed to work on, and I think we just like calmed down a little bit, and I think it worked out pretty well. You guys are off to a great start this year as opposed to last year where you guys kind of yeah. struggled, not the season you guys wanted. What's different this season than last season besides, of course, your record? Um, I think our team is definitely a little bit more together. We have a better dynamic. There's a lot of younger girls on the team comparison to last year and a lot of like new talent and I think a big thing that we didn't have last year that we have this year is defenders like our libero is really good and our back row is definitely stronger which has helped a lot so yeah. let's talk about you committed to Cal to play beach volleyball what went into your decision making in, in, in picking uh, Cal as your college um, well honestly like I didn't start beach till like last December I want to say I'd always played indoor but I I've always had a love for beach that I didn't have for indoor just being out in the sand and I just really loved and I feel like for beach I had a lot of more I had more attention from colleges and when I got interest from Cal they were actually the first school to have interest in me and I went to their campus and I just fell in love with Berkeley the area it had like an urban feel to it which I really loved and obviously the academics are hard to ignore all right coach back to you all righty, good stuff. Uh, Maya Gesner from La Jolla High School. I uh, want to get to our uh, Lolita Student Athletes of the Week. I announced this yesterday. Normally I announce it on Fridays on the Gwen and Chris Show at 5.15, but Padre Baseball uh, uh, kind of wiped that out this week, so we announced it yesterday. But for people that missed it, I wanted to uh, remind everyone, uh, Lolita Student Athlete of the Week uh, brought to you by our good friends at Lolita's, and thank them at the end of the year. They'll have a big banquet. They'll give away some scholarships to both a male and female athlete. Uh, this week uh, from Vista High School, Isabella Ayani, a senior uh, field hockey player. She had uh, a great week uh, as they uh, defeated both uh, Canyon Crest Academy and La Costa Canyon 3-2. She had two goals in each of those matches. Uh, so far this year, Isabella scored eight goals, two assists, 18 points to lead the San Diego section. And the male uh, athlete of the week, uh, student athlete of the week, Don Chapman, the senior football player at Lincoln High School. We had his head coach on earlier, safety, wide receiver, punt, 
uh, kickoff return man. He had a big game last week in their 28-22 victory over Morse and a 63-yard punt return to seal the deal. He also had six receptions, 54 yards, and a touchdown. And, of course, is a real anchor on defense. So congratulations to this week's Lolita Student Athletes of the Week, Isabella Ayani, a senior a field hockey player from Vista High School and senior football player Don Chapman from Lincoln. So there you have it. Uh, Braden, we got about uh, four or five minutes. Want to go uh, a little rapid fire here. I'm going to throw some games at you, and we'll go uh, back and forth. Let's start off with that game in the Avocado League tomorrow night. And again, it's going to be with a heavy heart with Mission Hills losing their defensive line coach, Eric Kwame, uh, passed away suddenly yesterday. Uh, they're going to host uh, Carlsbad. Carlsbad 2-1, and one, Mission Hills 0-3. Oh uh, look for Mission Hills is scheduled to finally pay off for them. I think they get the win this week. Okay, Grossmont uh, didn't play last week. They're going down to the South Bay to take on East Lake. Uh, I think this is going to tell a lot about both these ball clubs. Yes, I think McFadden's team is going to be dialed in by now after uh, you know he's returned. Look for East Lake to have a big game on Friday. Okay, how about the big ball game tomorrow night at Manchester Stadium? You got Helix one and two last week. They got beat by Saguaro twenty eight to twenty one. Cathedral Catholic two and one, coming off a huge uh, victory last week against Gardena Sarah. This is a new rivalry that you got to throw the records out. Cathedral Catholics, maybe, maybe a little bit of a hangover game here. Uh, look for Helix to keep this game close. Yeah, modern day Catholic, a win, uh, or they lost to Bishops last week, 39 to 33. Bishops got some talent, though. Kearney's 2 0. Uh, they thumped El Cajon Valley last week, 55 uh, 0. I, I think modern day Catholic may have the edge in this game, but uh, it'll be interesting. This game's going to be played at Kearney. I can't wait to see Verlaine Batofi, the offensive coordinator for Kearney, go against Jared Isidoro, the defensive coordinator for modern day. I think it's going to be a great matchup you got a pick in that game uh i'm gonna go with modern day all right mirror mesa scripts ranch it's gonna be a community uh, rivalry game both teams coming in at three and oh first time these two programs have ever played each other both undefeated mirror mesa owns the record 18 and four all time i'm gonna go with uh, mirror mesa in this one okay a real good battle out in east county tomorrow night it's gonna be a granite hills high school at seven o'clock you've got jamon mcclendon the Montavista monarchs three and oh Coming in against Christian, they're 3-0. They had a nice win last week against Santana, 48-7. Can Christian slow down McClendon? I don't think they can. I think McClendon has another big day. All right, Morse uh, going on the road up to Dick Haynes Stadium. Last week they lost the heartbreaker to Lincoln. Uh, and Vista, in their crosstown battle, drilled Rancho Buena Vista, 48-14. Years ago... When John Shacklett was at Morris, Dick Keynes was at Vista, this was usually the one and two teams in the county. What's going to give tomorrow night? Uh, I look for Morris to be the ground-and-pound football team that they are. Look for Shamar Martin to have a big day. I got Morse. Okay, Olympian uh, going on the road to that brand-new stadium at Hilltop uh, last week. Uh, Olympian got thumped at home by number 1 Torrey Pines, 35 nothing. Last week, Lancer shut out San Ysidro, 39 to nothing. And Olympian coming in looking for their first win of the year. They're 0-3, Hilltop 1-2. and two. I like what Coach Westling's doing at Hilltop, although I do think Olympian gets their first win on Friday. Otay Ranch uh, going to Mesa College to take on 3-0 and St. Augustine. Uh, boy, that, that, there, that could be a toss-up game. That's my game of the week this week. I think it's going to be a great battle. I think it's going to be a close game. Give me the Saints men in a close one. Okay, how about Rancher Bernardo uh, going down to Point Loma? 
that that's a tricky game because of the way both these schools have played. Point Loma's pretty good at home. I think it's going to be close, but give me Rancho Bernardo late. All right, Valley Center uh, going down to the desert to take on Imperial Valley Center one and two. Imperial coming in at two and one. They their only loss they lost to a team out of Yuma last week. Gila Ridge sixteen to three. Imperial's a, is a good football team. I think the bus ride is the uh, you know the deciding factor, but give me Valley Center and a field goal win. All right, uh, Braden, great job, and uh, you and I will go at it again next Thursday night. Sounds good, Coach. All right, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, Thanks to uh, David Dunn, the head football coach at Lincoln High, for stopping by. And again, if you get an opportunity tomorrow night, head out uh, to a high school game near you. Until next Thursday night, Coach John Cantera, hope to see you at a high school football game on Friday night. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye.